All right, that's one ball clear. Yeah, keep him coming. If in doubt, get it out. Wait, that's a watermelon. my children except for the ones that aren't classified as children welcome back to football this week this is of course the series where i bring you everything right and mostly wrong with football during the course of the week on social media now because we're technically in the football off season a lot of people have been asking what's actually gonna happen to football this week because there isn't much football this week although technically i'm covering what happened in football last week but the series is called football this has this series been alive the entire time basically Football this week will carry on in its normal format for this week and next week And then I'll be bringing some new stuff during the course of the summer So football this week will still exist and there'll still be some episodes like this But it'll be interspersed with different stuff. You'll see when the time comes that sounded really ominous I didn't mean it for that so on an international front, England came third in the UEFA Nations League tournament. I mean, once we lost the semi-final, did anyone in the entirety of the country care whatsoever? Even the fans at the stadium just simply weren't feeling it. <laughs> most English thing I've ever seen. That and the hooliganism. Despite having approximately 148 shots during the third place playoff against Switzerland, the game somehow ended goalless and went to penalties. And that is where Jordan Pickford shone. He took the fifth penalty for England and absolutely dispatched it and then went on to save a penalty from Switzerland to win us the game. Not the tournament though. Forget about that because we can't defend. Remember? Isn't that right, young Jonathan, mate? Jordan Pickford looked absolutely delighted with his work in the shootout though. Short back and stomping. He is now officially and scientifically the best thing to ever come out of Sunderland. For anyone who even remotely cared, in the actual Nations League final, Portugal beat the Netherlands 1-0 thanks to Bernardo Silva. It means yet another trophy for Cristiano Ronaldo. The man loves silverware more than Cherie from Love Island loves extracurricular activity in a hot tub. I've got to say, this wasn't a spectacular game. I think the best part about it was the hashtag general between the two sides. Was the tournament even that good, realistically? Cristiano Ronaldo got top three of all the goals in the whole thing. Anyway, nobody cares about that. The Women's World Cup is on. England managed to take a narrow victory against Scotland in their first group stage game, winning 2-1. We dominated the first half, but eased off a lot in the second. It wasn't, like, the best performance ever, but it'll do the job. Three times more people, six million in total, watched that first game of England's World Cup venue than the UEFA Nations League game against Switzerland, which is pretty good in my opinion. France, Brazil and Norway look pretty good. The USA probably look a little bit too good. Yeah, I reckon they've edged that one. The USA beat Thailand's women's team 13-0 in an actual major tournament. They scored 13 goals in a game. It's a new record for this tournament alone. How is that not a record for more than just a tournament? Who's beaten someone 12-0 in this tournament before? It was not a great advert for Thailand's goalkeeper, I'll be honest with you. I'm convinced this woman is a plumber. She literally cannot be a professional footballer. Do you reckon the manager gave her some sort of team talk during the course of the game? Look, listen, yeah, I know this is a big ask, all right? We're, we're 12 nil down, but if possible, could you save something? I'm not being funny, that would be great. On a serious note though, right? This tournament is actually, it's good quality. I don't know why everyone's like giving it such unnecessary flack. I know I've just ribbed Thailand, but they lost 13 nil. They probably deserve it. The quality in this tournament is really 
really good and everyone is quick to compare it to men's football but then forget about the fact that some of the stuff that's happening in this tournament happens in men's football as well. There was a Korean corner that went out for a goal kick and then everyone literally forgets about Kevin De Bruyne kicking the corner flag. Willian literally, he, he was in FTW three weeks ago putting in a horrendous ball. Having said all of that, I'm a massive fan of this Japanese throw-in from earlier. Gianni Infantino, the president of the world's biggest football organization, the head of FIFA, about to put a ball into the box. He's the head of FIFA. Surely you would think he's got some incredible footballing ability. <laughs> The Euro qualifiers are back and Roberto Martinez had some very interesting words on Eden Hazard. His famous backside. It's his centre of gravity. He uses it to get out of one-on-one -on -one situations. I don't, I, honestly, I don't think that's how it works. Someone definitely didn't get more than a CNA level biology, did they? To be fair to Roberto, the man does pretty much need a reversing signal when he starts walking backwards. The thickness. Elsewhere, Germany absolutely annihilated Estonia. I mean, it should be expected. They don't even have a full professional team. One of their main midfielders is Will Ferrell. Nicolo Barella looked annoyed in Italy's game. He may have accidentally taken it out on a small child. Having given the kid mild concussion, he did at least go and make sure he was alright. He certainly seemed more concerned than the commentators were. I just don't understand how. How do you even manage that? Romelu Lukaku now has such a bad first touch that it accidentally creates a second. Though not many strikers can say they can clear their own shot away. Imagine having your career ended by a goalkeeper. Alright, all of you, you've had a tough season. It's the summer now. Not many of you are playing an international tournament, so I want you all to go and get some time to relax, unwind, have a spell away from football, and just do what you want to do. No, Diego, this is not what we meant. For the love of God, how did you even get a buggy, man? But now, boys and girls, it's time for the FNG transfer roundup. Our first story is that Eden Hazard and Luka Jovic have both signed for Real Madrid for a combined total of £190 million. When asked about financial fair play, Florentino Perez responded with No habla inglés. A very smart man indeed. Details of Kylian Mbappe's new contract demands surfaced on social media this week. That was until Kylian Mbappe himself literally called out the page for fake news. I guess the FNG transfer roundup really is the only source for transfer news. Who am I kidding? I'm chatting absolute shot. And finally, Molly May is looking to get her dream move from Team Tommy to- oh, okay, I'm not allowed to talk about Love Island in this section. Right, okay, apologies. Crystal Palace have told Manchester United they'll have to pay £70 million for Aaron Wambasaka. It seems a little bit over the top when you can buy him for £4 million on fantasy football, but there we go. Wow, things have really gone pretty downhill for Mike Dean. <laughs> it's still nil-nil.
Brazil time. This is obviously the point in the video where we talk about the best Sunday league stories from the week. I'll be honest with you, we've got more than one thing today. We've got two unbelievable scenes I can count, seemingly. These are perhaps two of the stupidest things I have ever seen on a football pitch. First of all, we've got a pitch somewhere that has literally got a steam train going down its touchline. Who builds a stadium where there's a train track running? I don't understand. Let's just hope he doesn't run out of steam in the latter stages of the game. Meanwhile, over here, we've got some unbelievable technique. Oh, it's a wonderful bad baseball. Oh, <laughs> it's a bit of an up and under. The mouse is there. Oh. <laughs> How's your touch, geezer? It's the touch when the ball's dropping out of the air. I don't understand how he's managed to control it that badly. We might have finally found someone to compete with Romelu Lukaku. Serge Nabry reckons he's been a vegan since January, but sometimes he eats meat and other things. I hate to break it to you, Serge, but I don't think you understand how this situation works. Meanwhile, Hector Bellerin turned up for Fashion Week looking like his name's Doris. Someone help him cross the road, for God's sakes. What? Daniel Vega has had a couple of huge honestly just cancel the mls i've had enough of it just actually scrap the whole thing and finally last and literally not least an algerian player has been kicked off international duty for showing his ass live on a twitch stream i cannot believe i've just said that sentence harris bell kebler got his first call up for the national team for the african cup of nations but got kicked off the team after appearing in a teammate's live stream and then literally pulling his trousers down and showing his backside. I'd say something funny about him, but he's probably already the butt of the jokes in the changing rooms. That, though, is it for football this week, and I hope you have enjoyed it. This has probably been one of the weirdest episodes. I think every single story has been completely stupid. If you've enjoyed it, though, slap a like on the video and subscribe if you are new to the channel. It's the big red button under the video, and it massively helps me out. You can also follow me on social media. It's at the official FNG on Insta and on Twitter. But it's been a Pleasure ranting at you guys today. Have a great day. Enjoy yourselves and goodbye. Is it, is it